Ladies and gentlemen, hit the drop. Mike, do your job. I don't have everything ready. This is the Rich Eisen Show, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I am ready for Deshaun Watson on my team if I'm looking for a quarterback. I'm ready. Today's guests from NBC Sports, Peter King, Buccaneers linebacker Devin White, former Pro Bowl running back Ricky Williams, Buccaneers legends Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, and John Lynch, plus Michael Hawley. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All righty, everybody. Welcome this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Pleased to be here in Los Angeles, California here. On this uh, on this busy Thursday, this busy Thursday after Super Bowl Fifty Five, yeah, that's the way we look at everything uh, around here. Post Super Bowl, pre Super Bowl, for at least a week. It's it's kind of like you know Chris Brockman that you have at least a week to ten days into a new year to wish somebody a happy new year for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, something like that. Like, sure. like there's a certain shelf life. Absolutely. So that's the way we view it. By the way, good uh, good hey. day to you, hey, sir. Great to see you. Good day to you, Mike Del Tufo. Hey, Rich. Good day to you, uh, T.J. Jefferson. Good to Hello, see you, Rich. Good you know, to I, see you. I fell asleep with gum in my mouth last night, oh, and I woke no. up with it in my beard. So I got that. Are you going serious? Forward. Yeah, I want to talk oh, about. There you it, go. Though. No, 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 no. We we will. Uh, we got to. We got to get into that later. <laughs> we got to get into that later. Um, so. Uh, Good day to everybody out there as well. NBC Sports on Peacock, Sirius XM Channel 211, this Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Affiliate. Good to say, everyone. Uh, uh, good morning. Good afternoon. So, um, in the now, wow, 18 years that I've been with NFL Network, I am um, uh, pleased to say one of the, the, the most uh, remarkable and also awe-inspiring aspects of my job that I'm able to bring to this seat is um, the amount of times that I get to go to the Super Bowl and the close proximity I frequently find myself um, in or near or with or right by the Vince Lombardi trophy. Now, you might say that that's a humble brag, and I would say to you, of course it's not. I'm not humble about it at all. Um, it is pretty damn cool yeah it's awesome (laughs) and uh the nfl network since we went on the air um with our first super bowl so long ago it was merely tom brady's second and um and and the the folks uh behind the scenes in our production world um in management um made the smart wise maneuver to utilize all that is the nfl uh, to give you the access. That's the first name of uh, uh, the show that, the name of the first show that came on the air, NFL Total Access. Anyway, so the first Super Bowl, they just said, let's, let's get the Vince Lombardi trophy and put it right on our set. If there's, it is, could there possibly be any visual, one single wordless visual to let everyone at home know that this is different than any other show that you see talking about football? Vince Lombardi trophy, great amazing set dressing and um it was obvious when that baby was on the set because everybody just started taking pictures with their blackberries and stuff again this is a long time ago right and you know the people who who showed up on it uh, with it were security i mean it wasn't just anybody it was security and the trophy comes in its own case it comes in its own trunk and it's pretty cool when they take the case, they open the case, 
the trophy is in its own blue Tiffany bag. If you've ever been fortunate to buy anything from the store Tiffany's, uh, it's a Tiffany bag. It is a piece of Tiffany silver. It is amazing. You could see your reflection in it, and it's something that you can only touch without gloves. There are rules to handling the Vince Lombardi trophy. You may only touch the trophy without gloves if you've won it, but only on the night that you've won it or with these parades the week that you've won it. Otherwise, you have to put on these white gloves to handle it because you you know you can't if you just touch it with your fingerprint honestly they can book you i mean this is it it just shows up it's pristine and there are no exceptions to this rule <laughs> as we learned in just our second year of being on the air on nfl network we were in jacksonville florida way back when it was merely tom brady's third super bowl he's going back to back we have the trophy there set dressing we had Two members of the Fox pregame show on the air, Terry Bradshaw and Howie Long. And there's the trophy, and we take a shot of it, and they widen out to see Terry and Howie, and I, as a host of a television show, utilize that shot to ask the question, hey, we look at that baby, look at that precious. Uh, what's it like to hold that trophy after you've won it? At which point, Terry Bradshaw gets up from his chair and walks over to the trophy without gloves to handle it. And on live television, a member of the security staff associated with the trophy jumps on the set in a yellow security slicker in front of somebody who'd won it four times and said, you may not touch that. Wild. So there's all sorts of rules about handling this. Now then, I don't think you need to look it up. I don't think it needs to be asked of NFL security. But I don't think proper handling of the Vince Lombardi trophy is to flip it (laughs) from boat to boat. That's not, you know, usually what happens with it. Tom Brady did it yesterday. (laughs) And even his daughter knows. Even his daughter knows. Dad, no. There you go. Even his daughter knows. (laughs) Dad, no. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's incredible. The most impressive pass of his career. (laughs) Not touchdown 50 to Randy Moss. Not anything in the Super Bowl. Not to catch, not to pass the jewels against the Falcons. Not uh, the Edelman. And thank goodness, based on all of the vis- the uh, angles that we've seen, thank goodness for Cameron Brake, because I don't believe it was set up. I'm about to throw it. <laughs> Who's going to get it? No. Uh-uh. And Cameron Brake, I guess Brady, you know, had a lot of completions to him this year. None more important than this one. That video that we have up there is uh, from his girlfriend that... Yeah. 
she she DM'd it. She DM'd it to us because you had. I posted it on right. our Instagram story, and she was like, "Cool, here's the whole thing without any words on it." I mean, people so. have bucket lists. I want to catch a uh, Lombardi from Brady. Well, you know, also, Not which I, I watched a lot of these videos <laughs> yesterday. I spent oh, yeah. like an hour and a half. Apparently, and what I gathered was it was never said that was the wide receiver and tight end boat because everyone on there was. Either a wide receiver. It was the hands. It was the hands, it was boat? The hands yeah, boat. Yeah, yeah. So, all hands on deck on that boat. Whoa! Yeah, yeah I was watching the one from Chris Godwin's wife. So she was just off to the left there, behind Mike Evans. Yes, that's it also on her Instagram story. I posted all of them. It was that. insane. It, it was also like they didn't think Brady was going to actually do it. <laughs> right. When the when the trophy was in the air, you heard someone go, "Oh bleep!" Like I better catch this. <laughs> There was a lot of obliques. Now, I, I, I will again say this: I've, I've been fortunate to be around this trophy. It's twenty-two inches long. It's seven. It weighs seven pounds. It costs ten thousand dollars. <laughs> ah, yes, there it is. There it is. This was from Super Sunday. Having no idea that as this Michigan man on the screen was standing behind it, another Michigan man would be flipping it three days later from boat to boat, and it would be caught by tight end Cameron Brait. Catching the football, and I guess that's what he's trained to do. He's not trained to catch, you know, the stem, I mean, but he caught the football. Like I two mean, hands. I mean, great job. I mean, what's great the, snatch. Great what's the big grab. Deal? Oh, my gosh. Think one, of them, need a one, of gets, one of them gets paid to throw things. <laughs> one of them gets paid to catch things. That's, so, you know. I can't. I, I mean, still can't it's believe unbelievable. this happened. I mean, it's perfect. It's unbelievable. What, like a good what? Ten yards, maybe. Yeah, right. That was wide. So yeah. you know, Easy. It, it, you know, we 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 saw this at the end of the show yesterday, and thanks to Don Bowie using some quick ingenuity and working his uh, his craft back there. I think he played it straight off of Twitter yesterday, just before we. I mean, truly, this happened five minutes before we oh, went yeah. off the air yeah, yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm glad that we're able to talk about it. And, um, you know, I thought a lot about it as I saw throughout the day, more and more angles of it and whatever. <laughs> Amazing. I thought what I think a lot of people were saying was, hey, just having fun. Having this fun. is incredible. Tom's just being himself and whatever. But a little part of me was like, did he have something to drink? <laughs> and, and, you know, are you on a boat party and it's a parade and it's sunny out and whatever? And, um, <laughs> you know, this Tom Tom was feeling it, and he was doing his usual. You know, like he's now got a ritual with his friends, just the QB, boat you know, right to there. basically with his quarterbacks and just you know shrug shoulders and count up now on the number of fingers. It's up to seven. Like he does it every year, and it's a ritual. And you're just in a, maybe had something to drink, and then <laughs> this video comes out. We have all been there and done that. And by that, I mean we've been the guy who is Brady and we've been the guy who is handling Brady. We've been both. We've been the guy who needs to have help leaving the establishment and the event. And we've also been the guy who's helped a friend in need leave the establishment and the event. We've been there, done done that. that. And all I can sit here and say is... This is the mother of all cheat days for Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. I think it's fantastic. Um, I know there were some, you know, finger waggers or whatever, but, Get a wife. you know, wondering like, you know, maybe, maybe there's could be a back way home or whatever. But I, I mean, 
I saw that and I said to myself, this may just be the most relatable moment Tom Brady has ever come up with. And he's had a and he's had many of them. He's had many of them. He had his you know, his Twitter account had fun with it. <laughs> and and you know, I, I whoever is handling his Twitter account yeah, on occasion him for him, right? it couldn't be because this person could not grab a phone. <laughs> he couldn't walk. Let alone come up with something irreverent to tweet out. Okay, if you, if you like, look, it was no all misspelled. Chance. There's no shot. Yeah. Like that guy, whoever, whatever, kid, kid, guy, girl, man, woman who's tweeting on Brady's his behalf TJ. on occasion. His TJ <laughs> knocked it out of the park because TB12 was night night <laughs> out. Certainly, if he's anything like this Michigan man, and it's involving tequila. <laughs> and that, as you know, I have been on record, is a game and day ender for me. Yeah, whenever week. whenever I have it, doesn't matter what time of day, if I'm on vacation or it's at night, somebody have it, over, done. I'm, I can't handle it at all. And I, you know, have a glass of wine every night or... <laughs> Two. It was a rough Actually, year last I year. I think Rich. you have. Whenever I reach for the third glass of wine, you have the drop of my children of what they say to me. Right? That you hear. You. It's. It's. Uh, Is this Taylor? Oh, you got it. That's what I say. I'm like Rich. Don't throw the curve. Honestly, I wouldn't have you know, the I'm, trophy I'm, I, It's just a, a little bit of Montepulciano, a little another glass of Montepulciano, and then you hear. That's what they say. <laughs> we so do I've that. Been Rich, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. But I need someone. Uh, like could that. you imagine? Brady treats his body like a temple. One day, every, a year. every second yeah. of every day of the year, and then he goes on a boat parade. Goes ham. with his friends after winning this maybe his most special Super Bowl yet. And you know, if anybody's ever had a libation on a boat, it's weird. It's strange. If it's sunny out, you've got it all working. I don't believe. The proper amount of electrolytes or alkalines or liquids that were just regular straight up water was oh, being a added. Liquid. <laughs> I mean, I totally get it. Maybe. I saw it and I'm like, you know, I can relate to him when he says, hi, mom. You can relate to him when he's like saying, hey, where's my son? I want to see my son. You can relate to him when he talks about his dad. You can relate to him when he was crying about having all these people be drafted in front of him on that Brady Six documentary. There are so many relatable moments you can have for Tom Brady. This one is the new clubhouse leader as far as I'm concerned. I have concerned. no explanation for what happened. I yeah. think there is one, you know, and you I don't plead the fifth. There you go. <laughs> well done. I mean, it's the greatest thing I've all time. The whole day of all time. The whole day was <laughs> remarkable. What happens when he wins 10? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't even know. Good question. He'll chug a bottle. Congrats to the Bucks. I love it. So, in terms of the whole hit parade for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we've got a lot to tell you about. Devin White's about to join us. He rode a horse around the circumference of the field, playing field in Raymond James Stadium yesterday as well. As you know, he rode on horseback uh, involving his draft. The great LSU linebacker now becoming the proverbial grown-ass man. Now, later on on this show, old-school Bucks, Sap, Brooks, Lynch, Warren, Derek, John, now all Hall of Famers, all together. I Zoomed with them yesterday. Tomorrow's show, Bruce Arians will make his first national radio TV simulcast appearance. He will be on tomorrow's program 
as well. So we're covering this thing soup to nuts as best we can after the Super Bowl. Ricky Williams is going to join us as well. I have no earthly idea how that conversation is going to go. I'm not going to lie to you. And then Michael Holly will take us to his show with Michael Smith, brother from another. But when we come back, Devin White of your world champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Behold the trophy against which all others must be judged. You have to. You know, well, hold on. He's just going for it. He just went for it. Now, Dan. Wow. What? Dan, that's a violation. So why are you not carrying forward the whole Western thing? I don't know how I collect on that reward back there. If you do collect that reward money, I hope it's the alive part. Why are you dressed like Alex P. Keaton? Well, <laughs> I'm trying to get you on a horse before you I know you are. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Rich. Oh, Rich is on the horse. Oh, oh yeah. Here we go. Yeehaw. Is this going on the Emmy reel? AJ Green using the new glove technology. <laughs> Oven mitts. All right, he's got that. Brockman trying to uh, dot the eye and look out. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> AJ Green going along with number one fingers. Oh yes! Everybody's trying to get a Seahawk this week to have a one-on-one interview and I've got the exclusive. Are you here because you just don't want to get fined? Here is the connection. Yes, Bob. Between me and JB Smooth. It involves the cult classic yeah. Pootie Tang. <laughs> it goes without saying, without me, Pootie Tang 
is nothing. I'm back there. He was trash talking me, man. I mean, I wasn't trash talking you. I looked up to you, man. I was talking you up. I'm going to sign your pity on a runny kind, brother. And if you, wanna, if you want to try to stop me, I got to say the name of Cam Newton is here. Who do you think is going to win? Respectfully, I could care less. Honestly. Uh, yeah. See, it's new. Howdy, partner. I'm doing real good today. I got my cowboy hat on. I'm feeling good. It's kind of similar. I give you, like, a who's going to win the best TV show award. Well, it's the Rich Eisen show is the best one, Cam. Of course. Three Buffalo gals going around the outside. Who <laughs> 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 we working? Oh, there he is. All right, everybody. And Omri, I was going up to get a mug. Oh. I don't know how much time there was left. How much time till we're back on our radio show? Sorry about that, Peacock fans. Yeah, about right. a minute. Okay, about a minute. Do you need a mug? Yeah, can you go get a mug? Yeah. Just, it's he's about it. branding. Is go it, ahead. Is it please? Would you well, please get me a mug? Gosh, Brockman, I love you. He just said, will you say that? org slash run, rich, run, everybody. Please, let's start doing this. We had a great meeting about it yesterday. We're trying to figure out how to make it work this year without me running a 40-yard dash at the Combine as some sort of an event that we can all look forward to. So we're going to cry and create another one sometime in the next few weeks. But in the meantime, what we want to do is have you run your 40 any way you want. Running a 40-yard dash is obviously the best way, but anything else for the 40, the number 40, 40 steps, 40 errands, anything you want to do, send a video, upload it with that hashtag of run rich, run your 40, and then, of course, donate to St. Jude. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, we just went through what everything was like on that boat parade yesterday. My gosh. And then uh, what a day for the Buccaneers. This uh, gent, after a monumental season in the NFL, just becoming – a major big-time grown-ass man in this grown-ass man league, uh, hopped on a horse and rode it around the circumference of Raymond James Stadium's Super Bowl playing field. (laughs) This is a guy living his best life, joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show from the world champion Buccaneers, Devin White. How are you, Devin? I'm doing good. I mean, sure are. Look at you. I'm watching (laughs) this ride. What's the name of that horse that you rode yesterday? Devin? Dream. So it is Dream. It's dream. the same horse that you, you've you been riding around this in your the last few years then, huh? Nah, I got, I got plenty of horses, man. I switch them up all the time. Okay. Like, keep me on a different one. So uh, is this the same horse that, that went viral with you riding around getting ready for your draft back in the day? Nah, that was uh, for the draft, draft, draft. Nah, that was a different horse. Okay. What was this like for you, this ride? Oh, it was good uh, to be able to... Uh, Go go on a, a different field, different venue, and with the uh, Super Bowl grass still down, you know, all the Super Bowl stuff still up, and uh, host the, the Lombardi Trophy while riding one of my, my precious animals. It was, it was it was very good, and uh, it was like, you know, just just fun, man. Just best of both worlds for me, man, because, you know, I love football and I love horses, so it was the best of both worlds at one time. Uh, dream, how to dream like it because that might have been the the greatest piece of turf that horse has ever uh, stepped on. As you know, that thing is as yeah. manicured as it gets. A Super Bowl field. Yeah, that's crazy though. Uh, that's crazy because Dream's pregnant and I haven't been riding it at all. She's just been sitting down here, just uh, you know, just getting ready to have a baby. But obviously, you can ride horses all the way up until the final weeks of the pregnancy. And I was like, uh, man, I don't care even if she ain't rolled up because most time you want to have them rolled up. And you know, ready to perform, but I just pulled it straight out. Like, hey, you you know what to do? Let's do it. 
and she and she gave me a good ride, man. She did. She you could really see. I could look. I'm not an expert. Um, you know, my wife is actually, and uh, you could just see the horse. I, I don't know. Just looked like the horse was the stride that you had going. It it looked like it was a celebration. It really did to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah she did a good job, man. I was really proud of her for uh, you know not having been rolling. So like many, many, like a couple months, you know, since I've been here, I was riding there first and I was like, I'm going to just let her chill. But I had to get that moment with her. So I know she was probably happy and I'm happy that we could share that moment together. Ah, that's awesome. Devin White here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's get into the game, Devin. Um, what were you able to do that you uh, you thought going into the game, this is what we're going to do? What what did you pull off that you, you, you felt so confident that you could? What exactly was uh, it? I feel like going in the game, I feel like we, uh, as a defense, as a whole, I feel like we knew we could uh, affect uh, Mahomes' timing, you know, with the pass rush. And on the back end, uh, we feel like we could get the guys up front enough time to actually get after him, you know, and not just let him, you know, uh, get quick throws or what's not. And uh, I feel like we all played, uh, everybody had a hand in on that game, and I feel like we all executed and we had our, uh, mind, we had our mindset right. And, you know, you see what a team is all in, what they can accomplish. So after the game, Devin, you called the Chiefs offense gimmicky. What did you mean by that? I, I call them gimmicky. Yeah. You know, most teams in the lead, you know, they line up. You know, they do what they do. They run the ball. They run the ball well. And they after the run, they, you know, create play action or drop back pass or whatever. But, man, they, they like to do, like, a lot of eye candy. Which I which is like a gimmick, like because that's not re- I ain't gonna say it's not real football, but it's not modern day football. You know they they add a lot of special stuff to their game, but all that stuff right there, it, it just it's not what it is. So I mean we was able to pick up on it and we was able to stop it. But you know say like a team that come right at you, you know it probably would have been a different fight. But they had like a lot of gimmicks to run the person across the field, make him run up the field, make him run this, do this, do this, do that, and. You know, everybody know what a gimmick is. It's, it's not natural. Something that's not natural. What would you say, uh, Devin, to the, um, I guess, argument um, post-Super Bowl 55 with the Chiefs not looking at all the way that they've looked in any other game that Mahomes has been starting, uh, that it might have been a different result had the two starting tackles for the Chiefs been out there? What do you say to that? Uh, I mean, it is what it is. They wasn't out there. And whoever was behind, if they would have won the game, I'm pretty sure it would have been, yeah, man, that's what guy, that's what these guys are here for. They step in, and we don't miss a beat. You know, it's always going to be that. But at the end of the day, when we played Green Bay, we had two starting safeties out, and then nobody say, you know, oh, y'all, y'all just so good when y'all was able to get it done. Or uh, uh, then nobody say Aaron Rodgers couldn't even score and uh, couldn't get the job done, and they had two two safeties out. But we're gonna give this team all the glory of because they didn't have uh, their two tackles. And, and I don't think that's right at the end of the day. I feel like whoever was out there, I feel like our team would have did a great job against them. Um, so, I mean, that is what it is. They wasn't out there. I mean, I hate that they wasn't out there because, obviously, you want to always play a team at full at full go. So, you know, you know the best on best. But, I mean, it's not my fault. I can't control what happens over there, but I knew we was ready to play, and I feel like their backups should have been ready to play as well. Well, I guess, Devin White, let me let me ask questions about the playoffs as a whole uh, before we get to the future. Um, the When uh, when Aaron Rodgers uh, on uh, fourth down in that NFC Championship game down eight trots off the field and Mason Crosby comes on to kick a field goal, were you surprised? 
in that game? Yeah, I thought, yeah, most definitely. I thought they would give him a shot, you know, four down territory. And I think the amount of points they was down, I thought they was going to give him a shot to, uh, you know, get a touchdown. You know, but I truly believe we would have stopped them again. You know, we had stopped them so many times in a row because uh, the great coverage we was playing, you know, we've been playing some good red zone defense up in the uh, postseason. So, I mean, then it would have led to them getting no points, and then that probably would have been another story. I don't know. But, I mean, I thought they would, man. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, and I know if I'm a coach, uh, I want the ball in his hands at the end of the game, whether he get it or not. At least I uh, went out swinging. Devin White here on the Rich Eisen Show. You were the first draft choice of Bruce Arians. What did he say to you on the phone when they drafted your fifth overall 2019? Well, B.A. already told me on my top five visit if I was available at pick five that he was going to take me. And, um, I mean, he was a man of his word. So when he got on the phone, he just said, I told you I was going to get you if you was there. <laughs> I was like, you did. And then I was like, man, we got business in him. And he was like, hey, get your running shoes. You know, we do. Like, let's get to work. Like, we already knew what the – what the goal we wanted and we already knew what type of players that he needed to get that goal and we talked about it so i mean all this is not really a surprise to me you know uh it happened a little faster than what i probably thought but at the uh rate that our defense was going last year i knew uh we were just one step away no and i know you said after the the game as well that um you were pleased that todd bowles uh is staying put um and what has he done what does he do how good is he to unlock you and connect you with Levante David behind that defensive line with Shaq Barrett showing up and showing out. He arrived in the same year that you did uh, from Denver, uh, much unheralded. Now look at him. I'm wondering what he does, Devin. Yeah, I mean, Ty Bowles is the mastermind of it all. You know, in my opinion, uh, he's the best defensive coordinator in the NFL just because he uh, he's, a, he's one of those defensive coordinators that you really don't have to fit his scheme, you know, he works with the players that's already in the scheme, and he makes the scheme fit those players. And he calls his plays accordingly. And a lot of people don't do that, but that's one thing Ty Bulls does. And, man, I really applaud it, man. He always put everybody in the best positions, you know. Some games, like, he feel like the person needs to do this or a person needs to do that. And and he's mainly always right because he watched so much film. He's probably the first – I know for sure he the, he the first or second coach in the building all the time. I think Coach Moore – He's the only coach that beat him in the building. Huh. And Ty Bulls be there at like 4.30 a.m. every morning, uh, even earlier. So that just lets you know what type of dedication that he puts into this game. And, um, you know, him getting his credit is well-deserved because he put the work in. Devin, were, uh, Devin White here on the Rich Eisen Show. Champion, Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. A few more minutes left with, with him. Uh, first time you met Brady was when? When did you first meet Tom Brady? Devin. Oh man, uh, I won't say when we came in for camp. Okay, first time. I mean, I know he was one of a lot of guys that come down, but I mean, I was in the country. I was uh, doing my thing, so I was like, "Hey, you gonna have to wait, TB." But now, nah, when we came in for uh, camp and stuff, that was the first time. What do you mean you were in the country? What are you talking about? What does that mean? Right. Tom Brady was in Florida, and I was in Louisiana while I'm from. That's the country. <laughs> okay. So then what was your first conversation with him like? Because I'm picking up uh, a lot of pride from you, Devin, in every word you say that you you are a serious, serious professional. And Brady, uh, I think, would definitely um, uh, float to that sort of mentality and you to his. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering what oh. that is like for you. Yeah, we, we had already talked on the phone probably, you know, when he uh, first signed and, and stuff. 
But uh, when I first met him in person, the thing is, like, uh, we were just talking about, a, you know, uh, about training camp, and you know, we need to, we need to, uh, we need to get it going, basically, because we need to win now. And um, man, everything's been history ever since, you know, because obviously he's the quarterback over there. I'm the quarterback on my side of the ball, and it was like, hey, you know, let's, let's go, let's go fight for it all. So, um, where, where, you know, obviously there was a lot made of your horseback ride. I assume you were in the boat parade too, right, Devin? Most definitely. Okay, who were you on the boat with? I was on a big red boat with Levante, um, Shaq, JPP, Donovan, Rojo, uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, LaShawn McCoy. Uh, there was a couple of, like, I think there was a couple of us on there. Uh, Ryan, nah, Ryan wasn't on there. His family was on there. I think that was that was it, though. Just us boys. And uh, had a couple more people on there, a lot, couple coaches on there. Okay. A lot of family members on there, other players, you know. Uh. All right. Did you see uh, the video of uh, the way your quarterback left yeah. the event, Devin? <laughs> you see that, yeah, Devin? yeah, 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 yeah. You... A lot of people left the event like that. You know? <laughs> why about... not? Why not turn up when no. you just won the world championship? Like, what, what you holding back for? No, I I understand. Um, did you walk out of this event like this? And the video wasn't <laughs> nah. seen. Okay. Are you? A... No, nah, I'm I'm not a drinker. But even if uh I was to drink, I knew I wasn't gonna drink. On that day, because I still had to go ride that horse. <laughs> <laughs> that was the main event, is what you're saying. Dream, the dream yeah, ride yeah. was the main event yeah, yeah. for you. Most definitely. Ah, Most definitely. okay. So, but I agree with you. You know, that, to me, that's one of the most relatable Tom Brady moments in the history of Tom Brady. Was the way that he was oh, trolling. Yeah, that, that was dope, uh, man. He really, man. Tom put in a lot of work this season, and I promise you, he probably ain't had a drink all season 2001. He probably ain't had a drink all season, you know. Uh, and that guy is very dedicated to his craft, his body, his mind. He uh, like, you know, the amount of work he put in, and man, he was just letting it all out. Cause, and the thing was, I don't blame him, man. That parade was one of the best parades I ever seen in the history of parades. It was thousands of boats out there. It was thousands of people lined on side of the stream that we was flowing down, and it was crazy. I didn't even know. Tampa Bay had that many people. I ain't never never been into that part of Tampa Bay that we was riding them going through. <laughs> well, I guess last one for you then, Devin, uh, or two. I got two more for you. Uh, last one for you. If Brady had flipped the Lombardi Trophy towards anybody on defense, whose hands would you trust the most? On defense? Yes, sir. Is uh, Sean Murphy Bunn, mm-hmm. number one. Yep. Mike Edwards, number two. Yep. And Devin White, number three. <laughs> yeah. You got to be first. Nah, I got to put Sean first. Yeah, I mean, you, but you, you've got to. We got a uh, right? best hands in a pick list up in the locker room. And SMB, he first on it. So I got to just keep giving him his credit. I ain't going to take his credit from him. Okay. So where are you on that list in the locker room? I'm I'm, I'm two. I'm two on the pick list. Right. I got some. Um, Playoff picks count a little more than just one pick. And, you know, all my picks came in the postseason. Um, and, um, you know, hands. I got great hands. You know, you've seen the one from Drew Brees. I snagged that all hands. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm top five on the hands. But uh, SMB and Mike Edwards, they, they got the best hands. All right. So, you give you, you give some props to, to your teammates. But, I, I, I again, that that's part of your game that makes you particularly special is that the way that you can go sideline to sideline, shoot a gap, meet someone in the hole, 
uh, cover somebody and then grab it, not be one of those guys where somebody uh, in the booth goes, well, that's why he plays defense and not offense, that you you grab it and you take it to the house. How much better can you get? Like, what is your mentality here, Devin, before I send you on oh. in the rest of your day? Oh, my, my ceiling doesn't have a ceiling on it. It just keeps going upward. You know, just as long as um, I'm able, you know, just physically healthy, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to put the work in to perform to keep getting better and better. And there's always going to be little things I can um, improve in on my game, whether even it's not directly football, it might be my body-wise that, hey, I did something to help me get an even quicker twitch. You know, I'm going to always be uh, trying to gain notes and tilt. Like uh, last offseason, I I tried to uh, do the TB12 band workout and, you know, just to get the flexibility and stuff that he does. And I feel like it helped. You know, I, I continue doing it. And this offseason, I'm going to find something else to implement in my offseason training or in my drills that I do just to make me a better football player. And, um, you know, and I'm going to just keep going up. Every year, it's, it's going to be something to work on, you know, until I'm done playing the game. And that's just that's my mentality. So, it's like if I, if I was in the car, you know, the car ain't got no roof because it, it ain't no ceiling. We just going to keep getting better and better. <laughs> Devin White, I have enjoyed every last second of this conversation. Do not lose my number because uh, I'll be asking you to call it and vice versa. Anything, uh, anytime. I really appreciate the, the time. Congrats on uh, the championship. Your first, uh, hopefully of many. And I really love watching you play. Thanks for the call. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Have a good day. You too. That's Devin White. <laughs> that was awesome. The proverbial, that guy can play for me. I've I've been around a few. I'll be honest. Guys who who I've covered, who I, like that guy, I, I want, this guy can play for me. Brian Dawkins, Heinz Ward, Ed Reed. Now, obviously, I'm choosing, you know, cream of the crop for a reason. That, play for me. I don't care. I just love the way they play. I love the way they hit. I love the way they talk. I love the way they think. I love the way they wake up, look in the mirror, and say, this is the day. Why not me? Why not now? Devin White has been added to that list. How do you not hear that if you're a Buccaneer fan and go, damn right? Right, right, exactly. You know who he sounds like a little bit? Warren Sapp. Just telling the truth. Telling the truth. Spitting truth and just basically saying, you know, uh, so everyone who says it would have been different if Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz were playing. Hey, guess what? We didn't have two safeties against uh, Green Bay. And if the Chiefs had beaten us with their backups, they'd be sitting there saying, oh, that's what it is. Next man up. That's what we do around here. That's a, I love that answer. That kid's a beast. He is, right? All right. Man, he's a good football player. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We'll set up the rest of our show and our poll question. And if you want to have a chat, give us a call. 844-204-RICH, number to call. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is 
unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed We've been promising him, and he is here. Actor Paul Rudd, who is now here in full Kansas City Royals white baseball uniform with the special gold trim. It's his opening day gear. <laughs> wow. And a Royals hat. No glove. <laughs> no glove. <laughs> Rudd on the back, 42. <laughs> yep. And are those, sh- are those shades from the... the they're from Carl Lagerfeld. <laughs> is this Kansas City Royals issued? Did you get the, I mean, because you got the belt, you got, got the, the shoes. Uh, I forgot to pack them. <laughs> what did TSA stop you? Just said, said, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't you go can't, with the no. Royal Blue Stars. Not allowed to take uh, toothpaste. <laughs> well, if you'd only put it in the plastic yeah, bag. Yeah, bottled water uh, and, uh, and stirrups. Well, tell is... everybody how, who, who sent you this. Tell everybody. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. The jersey? Yeah. My mom. Your mom sent it to me. My mom it sent it to me for That's my birthday. Come on, man. Thanks, Mom. Isn't that great? Yeah. Walking around. I just, yeah, just walk around the studio space. Explore the studio space. There's Paul Rudd right behind me with the uh, the sunglasses. Just, just freak people out. Is there? Can we raise? Can we raise the uh, the? Sh- I guess the, sure. the blinds here. So there's Paul. Paul just going back there. Just walk into the cafeteria like that and see what happens. There he is, just staring at people as they're going about their business on the campus here at AT&T in his full-on white Kansas City Royals jersey. Does this right a f- affect the flare? Yeah, this is this is a flare situation. But there you go. People are looking right in there and saying, "Wow, what is Paul Rudd doing? Just chilling out there." There you go. Get down there, Paul. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, everybody. Welcome back here. That was fun with Paul Rudd. Royals with a big trade. The mayor. Mayor going to Kansas. Hold your fire. I I can't wait to ask you about this. Why? Well, why? Because the Red Sox are are breaking the team up. Before the season. Shopping. So no. I was having such a good. We were in a good mood. We were in a good mood. Why are you trying? Why are you trying to ruin things? Because it's fun. Rory McIlroy teams up with Peacock now to bring you the all-new Golf Pass channel. Watch premier instruction and entertainment from the Golf Membership Program Plus. Daily news from Golf Channel. 
Sign up at PeacockTV.com and start streaming now. Again, it's Golf Channel, not the Golf Channel. It's not like, you know, it's NFL Network, not the NFL Network. It's, you know, not remember the old Sky Dome? It's not the Sky Dome. And it's not Bronx. It's the Bronx. And it's just Eagles. That's correct. How about that? I actually did that wrong on my high school yearbook. There you go. For the quote. Good to know. We're back. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial is one big happy uh, uh, family all all together. Um, uh, Sap, Lynch, and Brooks all together in hour number three. I did the Zoom yesterday. Um, I will tease this, Christopher. John Lynch tells a story that Brooks was in the room for, but Sap never heard, and it was about Sap. Oh, goodness. Let me repeat this. <laughs> oh, no. Warren Sapp. Oh, no. Who came with Derek Brooks when Lynch was already there for two years in Tampa. And the rest was born. And as you know, Tony Dungy came on this show on Monday. And fresh off of Lynch being finally getting the call from the hall, named as a Pro Football Hall of Famer. And I told the story about how Dungy said to us, he busted out the old Steelers playbook and goes, Warren, you're going to be Mean Joe. And Derek, you're going to be Jack Ham. And Lynch, you're going to be Donnie Shell. I brought that story up. It then elicited a story from John Lynch. Back in the, from back in the day, he and Brooks in the room with Dungy about Sap had never been told before let alone to sap oh goodness that happened on the zoom yesterday that's coming up in hour number three and that goes one of two ways just kind oh, of depending on yes. what type of mood warren's well, what, in what sort of mood do you think warren was in he's in a good mood obviously he's with, his, so, he's with you know. two of his old mates the bucks just won the super bowl trophy if right. you saw the screen grab that i posted on my instagram page yesterday you could see sap's got a lombardi trophy behind him and you get a, you have the opportunity to purchase your own Lombardi trophy if you've won it. The mini version. The yeah. No, that's yeah. a real that's not a mini oh, version. A real one? No, that's a real thing. Oh yeah. Dude, when Irv when Irv does his hits for NFL Network from his home cam, he's got three behind him. Oh, I thought they were small. No. They're the real Look oh. at that behind him. And yeah, when we pro- and then when, and then when we turned when we turned the the camera on and we saw it, the 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 Florida sunlight was coming through his window and it kind of blew out the trophy. It was too reflective. So we, we positioned it so it looked perfect. And he held it up right for the camera. That's the that's it. 22 inches long, 7 pounds heavy. $10,000, right? Well, that's the they, listed they, price. But you I mean, can't go into a Tiffany and say, you know, hey. hey I want a Lombardi trophy. And one of those love lockets or whatever, you know. <laughs> Can't just stroll in and get it. <laughs> you can't get a Lombardi no, chain but, for the neck. I mean, you're correct. I mean, you've been in many uh, game day morning meetings with Sap. Oh, that, and you can tell a I story, yeah. and he'll hear it, and he'll be like, "What are you talking about?" It's a one of two way. No, I know it's so. it's absolutely you know how am I funny type Goodfellas exactly. moment where what's we're written, all laughing. What's written on my forehead? Oh God, that's what he said all the time. That's what he said all the time. Don't f with me. Or no, no, F with me is what it says on, on yeah, its forehead. F with me is written on my people, forehead. I'm, but, you know, but that's what happens. But nobody's Hold messing with him. No, 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 that's not true. That's what, that's what happens when you are 
a big-time athlete with a huge personality who is accessible. Okay? Barkley, same way. Fans could go. I remember a big, a, not a big, a Jimmy V tournament party. All the celebrities, Jordan and everybody else, were in some VIP riser in a bar. Packed with people. Like belly up to the bar. It was packed with people because of the, they're in Raleigh, North Carolina. Here's Jordan and everybody else in Barkley. Everybody else was up in the velvet rope area. Barkley was just at the bar. And I, I, I remember I turned to Stu and probably like Linda Cohn and all my colleagues. And I'm like, no wonder sometimes we read about Barkley getting into it yeah, with fans yeah. because he's around. He's around. That's why he liked to do it. Yeah, the one time I saw Charles Barkley in Las Vegas, it might have been 2015 NFL playoffs at Mandalay, at the bar in the sports book, right. watching the games. Yeah. Like <laughs> sitting next to two schmoes, just yeah. laughing it up. Being a person. Yeah, being a real dude. Yeah. We were the only ones to bet on Cam Newton that day. <laughs> now, you know how I'll, I'll tell this story. I'll tell this story. Um, <laughs> it was Duke versus UConn, I think. All right. And it was years ago. That would have been the 99 championship? Could, uh, uh, no, I was on NFL Network at the okay. time because I was standing in the periphery. I was standing at the bar. I didn't want to walk into the sports book. Got it. So it's a bar that my friends wanted to be at because they wanted to be at the sports book, right? Sure. Watching the end of this game, Duke was beating UConn, and Duke hit two free throws to go up by five, and the game was over. Okay, with just mere seconds to go. (laughs) Duke hits two free throws to go up by five, and the place went nuts. Nuts. Crazy. And then UConn got the ball back and just for – you know what's in giggles, just flung one up from half court, ball went in. Oh, no. Did not affect the final score, oh. but the place went even crazier and louder. Oh. And me, you know how I am with this sort of stuff where I act like I don't know, uh, but I am frequently ignorant of it. I turned to my friend, I'm like, why are people going so crazy? And he showed me his ticket of like uh, Duke minus three and a half. Right. And all the Yukon betters went betters. nuts. Yeah. Like it was a it was an SVP bad beat oh. moment that played out in front of me. Yeah. Those are the best. I forget though, what year like, that was. If you're at the book and you know you're with a group of people and you can all kind of tell you're on a certain side. Right. And then something meaningless to the final score happens, but that makes your ticket the cash. The place went nuts. It's the greatest. And I'm like, why are they go? Why is there it's a the louder cheer over an insignificant <laughs> basket? Right. And then my friend showed me the piece of paper to show me, not so insignificant <laughs> to the people in this room. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Poll question: Do we have one and over there at Rich Eisen Show for the day, Christopher? We got one. Kind of a big day in the history of sports. February 11th, 1990. Rich. Buster Douglas, a 42 to 1 underdog, oh, knocks out Mike Tyson man. in the 10th round, ending Iron Mike. I remember man. where I was. Ending I was in ring. my, I was blowing off some sort of studying in my senior year of college, thinking, what the hell else do I got to do? I mean, uh, why don't I just watch this fight? Was, I think it was in the middle of the afternoon because, you know, the, they were touching gloves in Tokyo at, 
at a certain time of night. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So I, I think I might have gotten a, a pizza from Bell's Pizza with free chips. <laughs> that was right around that time, telling free that pizza story. Yeah. I got the free bag all of right, chips. All right, so, so let's just go for it. The biggest upset of all customer. time. Oh, boy. Douglas over Tyson, the Miracle on Ice, the Giants over the Patriots in Super Bowl Forty Two, and Villanova over Georgetown, which I understand well, you're is, pro- going big. is probably going to get milk, but that's the biggest college hoops upset ever. Well, I mean, certainly we could do UMBC, but that was a first round over. Yeah, this, for, this was a 16 versus yeah. one seed. This is for all the marbles. This is national Raleigh championship Massimino. against the Georgetown powerhouse and Patrick Ewing. The zenith, right, of Big East basketball, would you say? Um, yeah, probably. I think they had three of the four Final Four teams that year. It was, I, think I think it was in Rupp Arena, right? Isn't I think that, that was Rupp the Arena? year. Providence made it. Um, Damn. Yeah, probably the zenith of Big East. Where, where Cinderella comes out of the Big East to beat Big East's Goliath. Yeah. For all of it. Okay. And I get it. It'll probably get milk, but the other three are legit, you know, one of the best. And, and just... You know, I guess returning to the the Vegas chat um, about how the Bucks are not the favorites to repeat, right? Right now, it's the Chiefs. Right. I, I'm I'm wondering if anybody who just heard Devin White hearing that and not thinking that they wouldn't be the favorites to do it again. Uh, I mean, this kid just in year two, looking what he looks like. Do you know how old he is? As you and I are talking right now. So he was a draft pick two years ago, right? In the top five, so he's probably twenty-three. He turns twenty-three next Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> Dude, he turns twenty. He is going to be at the center of this Bucks defense. He has the ability to be. This next version of our third-hour guest in Derek Brooks? 100%. I mean, he has the ability to be there and lead it. Just his first number's different, 45. And sounds like Sat plays like Brooks. What? <laughs> okay. And also, if you want to just feel, I said earlier this week how people are sounding like Brady, like a guy who's been in this studio to the chair to my right. And I'll point this out when Bruce Arians joins us tomorrow, top of the third hour. I'll point this out to him. When he was sitting here after he retired from Arizona saying um, his wife was done, he was done, they were concerned about his health. If he ever came back, though, he'd have to hand off calling the plays to somebody who he trusted, and clearly he found Byron Leftwich to do that. But here's a guy who thought that at one point about his health, and now he's like, let's run it back. But let's not call it running it back because you hear what he had to say? People saying that they should run it back. And he said that's expletive Kansas City's expletive. So I would basically say that's F in Kansas City's S. Oh. You know? <laughs> and if I had to fill in the blanks. Right, of course. Uh, that's the way I looked at that Mad Lib and solved it. He's sounding just like that right now. Like Brady. Yeah, And so Brady has completely taken over this mentality where a 22-year-old is saying, I got to get more flexible. Let me do the TB12 system, which is for people my age and Tom's age. He's all in on what Tom's he's, buying he's, he's all in and now. selling. They're all, I mean, why wouldn't you be? The proof is in the pudding. Ricky Williams, hour number two, and you, 844-204-RICH, being the number to dial. Can't wait for this conversation. Look at the old gray beard. 
My gosh. That boy Fifth play, overall man. pick in the 99 man, draft. Play. If you're but the Bucks, you, Rich, I'm, I was just wondering, do you do a new deal with Devin White now? Just no, do him a solid no. and just pay him? No, pay no. Him? It's still, he's still in year three or whatever, and you still need to pay Brady, and you need to pay a lot of these free agents, yeah. and you need, to, you, need to, you need to keep, you know, Shaq Barrett played under the, the franchise tag. Right. You, you need to utilize the fact that he's only in yeah. year three. And Chris Godwin's a free agent. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you need to utilize the fact that these stud players are in year three, but and at some point, you know, you will bestow upon him what he is worth and deserves, certainly while Brady's window is what it, whatever the hell it may be. And again, you know, when we asked Devin White, who's got the best hands on the team, and you know that there is something in-house on the board in their locker room that lists who's got what interceptions and how many to create a competition within their own house and how the coaching staff isn't changing and how Brady has affected everybody – and how young some of them are on defense and how good they are all over the place. And you know that they didn't leverage any of their draft choices to get these people. These are free agents, right? So Jason Light's going to be able to pick and choose, obviously, at the end of the first and second and third rounds all the way throughout, the best players available. And all you need to do is look at who's been 32nd or 64th over the last few years, and you know you can get some top-notch players right there. Or let somebody come up and draft that player and go back and get some more great players and we're using second and third round multiple picks when you've given up the spot at first round at the end of the draft. They're going to be really, really good. And how do you not look at what Brady just did and say this is the team to beat in 2021? How do you look at somebody else, including the team that they just you know, the last two teams they beat are ahead of them. Unclothed. Packers and Chiefs. Yeah. Ahead of the Bucks. Right I don't now get in it. Vegas. And I just talking to someone like Devin White, knowing that that's a mentality in just a room full of alpha males with the most alpha male of all time for the NFL in terms of Brady. Come on. And Arians and all these folks. I'm. 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 As you know, I'm out of the business picking against the Bucks. I'm, I'm out of that business. So, uh, Ricky Williams, hour number two, and then Warren Sapp, John Lynch, and Derek Brooks, hour three, and you throughout as well.